Hey dudes, this is Michael, one of the co-hosts of Two Dudes in the Nest, the show you're about to listen to. If you are a first-time listener and you've picked one of these older episodes to listen to, maybe because it's one of your favorite games on the NES, I don't blame you. However, I just want to warn you that uh, this is, some of these episodes are three, four, maybe five years old. And this is before we got new audio equipment. This is really before we even knew what we were doing. But we... You know, we want to leave them on the feed as long as we can because we want to have plenty of episodes for people to listen to. I just want to give a fair bit of warning before we get started. If you're an older listener and you're going back to listen to an episode again, uh, you may hear something new because right before the episode starts here, we're going to have an advertisement, which is probably not what you heard the first time through. But now we started doing ads in our shows, so we're going to have an ad here. Anyways, I hope you enjoy. And if you do enjoy, please subscribe to the podcast and listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out. And tell a friend, too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show. Welcome, everybody, to the fourth installment of Two Dudes in a Nest. Uh, with me, as usual, is Michael, and I'm Justin. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about uh, the much maligned Ghostbusters game by, by Activision. Yeah. Um, we'll get to the feedback a little later, but some people are a little... Uh, Upset about this game, but you know what? And, we're going to, and, and upset about and us upset picking about us. to do it, apparently. Yeah, but you know what? We're going to do. Uh, there's like 700 NES games. Hopefully, this show is going to have the staying power to do every single one of them. Yeah, we got um, yeah, to play bad games too. We don't want to peak yeah. too early, you know. Right. What, what are we going to have? What happens if like our show peaks and we've already done all the good games? People right. are definitely going to stop yeah, listening then. So, anyways, right. So we got to do bad, all games, bad too. games. Right. Um, then we've had three good games, so now let's do this game, which, uh, you know, honestly, uh, wasn't necessarily, uh, one of my favorite games, but wasn't a game that I hated either as a kid, uh, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. We also have a special guest coming in today, um, at some point, uh, we're back on the guest thing, and, uh, so we're going to talk about, a little bit about Ghostbusters, so... Mike, uh, have you got some history or anything to tell us about Ghostbusters? How the game came about? Uh, sure. Uh, sure. Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters was made by Activision, by like you said. Like you said. I believe it was released in 1988. And it was a game that was made by a pretty, a, a somewhat famous uh, NES uh, producer, developer, not developer, but director or whatever, David Crane. He also did um, Boy in a Blob, or A Boy in His Blob. I don't know. A lot of people like that game, so it's, he's pretty famous for that. Um, it was released on a bunch of different systems, and the NES pretty much got the most bum rap out of all of them. I mean, 
it's it's got you know the worst graphics out of the majority of the games. Uh, people, well, it, you know, it's just it's it's a very arcadey type game. It's it's in the style of an arcade game where you don't really do a whole lot. There's not a whole lot of story. You kind of have to fill in the gaps from your memory of the movie and whatnot. So I mean, yeah, the history of the game. There's really not a whole lot of history to talk about. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it as far as I got history yeah. concerns. Yeah, it's interesting. The game is. Um, as I said, as a kid, I liked it. And I remember a few years ago, as uh, a lot of people don't probably don't know this, but me and Mike used to Michael used to be uh, roommates at uh, University of Tennessee, and we uh, we we. This is our kind of our second stint with retro gaming. We got into retro gaming back then when we were roommates, and I wanted to buy Ghostbusters because as a kid, I remember Ghostbusters being awesome, and. Uh, Got on eBay, bought Ghostbusters, it came, and it sucked. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Much to my surprise. Uh, My memory as a child probably wasn't that great. So, uh, um, And another game we may touch on that came from that same era of us playing games was Jaws, which also was not a very good game. But we'll talk about that on another show. Yeah. Yeah. That's also from that era I remember us going back and playing these games that we've somewhat thought were good when we were kids for some reason. Yeah. And then... <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Ghostbusters is pretty much high on that list of oops, I guess I was a dumb kid. Yeah. Well, you know, it is interesting because the game... Let's just talk about the gameplay now. Um, I really... The game is weird. Like, you go, you pick what building you're going to go to, and then you get in the car and you drive... For like not very far, just like it shows you like how many meters you are away from the building, and you start out like 140 and you stop at 32, like every time it's 32 meters. Yeah, something and, something about well something about that that I noticed is I always thought it had to do with how far away you were at the time, and with how which building you had to go to. Like if it was all the way across town, it seemed like it was longer to me. But yeah. but actually, the more I played it, the more I realized that it. It wasn't how far away it was. It was just how long it took you to pick it. So it's more time based. <laughs> so it's like, oh, I gotta yeah. go to my neighbor's house, but I'm gonna wait a little bit. So it's actually gonna get further away. Yeah. Well, you know, I remember as a kid that being the cool part. It's like driving the car. But then when I played it later on, I was like, no, this isn't the cool part. This well, it's is lame. it's kind of Spy Hunter esque. I mean, yeah. I mean, without any guns and shooting or anything, you're just driving. But it kind of reminded me of Spy Hunter in a way, that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So then you pick, you pick where you're going. The car drives up, and then you get out, and four ghosts, always four ghosts, and you get your little taser out, and uh, you try to catch them. It's a proton and, pack. Proton pack, yes. Um, uh, taser. Still, I know. God, I'm <laughs> talking about. Uh, but, um, yeah, so you get the four ghosts, you catch them in the trap, and then you go to the next building. Rinse and repeat. Yeah. Until it and tells you, you to, go to go to Zool. Yeah. And that's weird, too. It's like, <laughs> you got to do this, you got to do this, keep doing this. And it's like, even there's some buildings, so the buildings, that they flash when there's ghosts there. You got to go bust the, bust the ghosts. So... 
you got to go to those buildings. But then there could still be flashing buildings. And then it's like, go to Zul. you got to go to Zul. Go now. <laughs> well, what happened to me, I don't know if this was just a glitch in the game or something, but I was doing really well. I had like 20-something thousand uh, dollars because I was, I was getting all four ghosts every time. And so, something to know, when you get all four ghosts, you get the most money because it builds up. It's kind of like... It's kind of like when you eat right. the ghosts in Pac-Man. If you eat all four, you get a bunch of points. But anyways, so I was doing really well, and it said, uh, okay, time to go to Zool. And I said, oh, okay, I know what to do. I went to, I'd been playing for a while, so I kind of knew what to do. So I went to the store and bought a bunch of ghost food, spent all my money on ghost food and, a, and the ghost suit or whatever. Right. And I get back out, and it no longer told me to go to Zool. It changed his mind. <laughs> so here yeah. I am with all this ghost food and the ghost suit and no money to buy any anything else. Yeah. Uh, so that's a, that's another thing about the game that's kind of weird. Ghost food. What is ghost food? What what do ghosts eat? Well, if, if you're slimer, then you eat just about anything, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But, uh, but another thing to that, uh, speaking of that, going to the store. Why am I going to the store to buy like proton packs and ghost vacuums? And it's like yeah, that seems like it's like hang on, I gotta go get uh, I gotta get me a proton pack, a ghost vacuum, uh, some bread, some milk. Uh, yeah, it seems like something you should just probably have. You know, yeah. If you're Ghostbusters, like you should probably just have uh, your stuff yeah proton packs i think ghost they, food I think they, normally they make it themselves make it right yeah yeah when you talk about <clears throat> so you got the ghost food and you got the anti-ghost suit which what is an anti-ghost suit i don't really know it lets and them hit, uh, you hit you two more times two more times <laughs> two more times yeah or you can get a sound generator the sound generator uh apparently the ghosts don't like this sound Kind of like one of those things you put in your house that mice are supposed to hate that sound and they run away. Um, and it, you use that too, but it's really expensive. And I never, I never even came close to getting enough money to get that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like a hundred thousand dollars or something. <laughs> but just think about the idea of going up the stairs. It's like here comes a ghost. Oh, here's some food. Here's some food. Here, here. <laughs> the ghost is like, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. Oh, yum! Food, <laughs> yummy. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, this is ADD ghosts. <clears throat> I want to talk about the driving part a little bit more because there's a couple of okay. things that really, I thought were strange. Uh, one is there's fire hydrants everywhere. Yeah. I mean, there's like every two meters, there's a fire hydrant. Right. And the other thing right. is, uh, what's the deal with NES games and oil drums? There's like yeah. oil drums in the middle of the road. And last yeah. last week we played Double Dragon, and there's oil drums everywhere. Right. Um, I don't know. Uh, that is interesting. Um, I, you know, usually when I'm driving down the interstate, I don't see a lot of oil drums just sitting in the middle of the road. Yeah, but, but if yeah. you do, you know you can run over them when you're full of gas again. Yeah, and, and Ghostbusters is like, oh, they're all they're everywhere. That's another thing you got to get gas too. <laughs> Can't run out of gas. That's the most ridiculous <laughs> part. To me. I, I do not remember the movie, the part in the movie when they ran out of gas, had to push. 
the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But in the game, if you run out of gas, you're pushing. Oh man, yeah. That's just yeah. The that uh, time for, the, uh, what I mean, you start off the game too with nothing. Mm-hmm. Like you don't, you have to go to the store to buy stuff before you do anything. Right. So, when I first went to the store, I just bought the cheapest stuff, right? I bought the cheapest proton pack, the cheapest vacuum. Mm-hmm. But then you get out and you start using the vacuum. And every three times you use the vacuum, you have to go back to the hideout and empty it or something. Mm-hmm. Unless you get the super vacuum, and then you don't ever have to do that. So, this, after playing through the first time, I definitely just got the super super vacuum right off the bat. There's no point in even getting the other vacuum. Right. The proton pack doesn't make a big deal. I could I couldn't even notice. You get an extra couple dots of length in your in your proton pack or something. I don't know. And you know, and then you drive. That's another thing. You drive to the headquarters, and it doesn't really show. It just shows like the ghost leaving the car. It's just like you tell them to get out and go. You know what to do. Go on. <laughs> yeah, either that or the Ghostbusters run from the hideout, or not the hideout, the headquarters into the car. It's like, who who's driving the car? Like, you, the, yeah. car, the car pulls up to the headquarters and all the Ghostbusters run out and get in it. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? I didn't see anybody get out of the car. And this game's but, racist, too, by the way, speaking of Ghostbusters, because there's no Winston. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just three white so, dudes. Yeah. So it's about time for our guest. He's running a little late. I don't know where he where he is. Well, I've got I've actually got him here in the trap with me. Oh, okay. I'm kind of reluctant to let him out. Are you sure we want to do this? Uh, yeah. yeah. Let's do it. All right. All right. Here he comes. All right, Slimer. Yeah. How's it going, Slimer? You've been pretty nice today. Uh, uh, what 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 are you doing? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Don't, don't. What are you doing? Okay, okay. That's enough. That's Stop enough. Get, come here. Come here. Okay, we got guys. We got. We'll be right back. Yeah. We're gonna hold on. Hold on. Yeah. We're, we're gonna have to take care. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right, we're back. Uh, sorry about that. Don't we don't have a lot of luck with guests here at Two Dudes and an MS. We have the worst guests. So Slimer was a bad idea. Told you. We admit that. We admit that. Yeah. Okay. Or I admit that. All right. So let's talk about the probably the most maligned part of the game: the stairs at the Temple of Zul. Let's just talk. Ugh. What is that? Did they just try to make it impossible? It's like the game. Well, I guess to really to be honest, the game's really not that difficult up to this point, and it just becomes stupid. Well, yeah, there's, there's you can't even lose. I don't think until you get to the, the tower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. What kills me though is I don't. What? Who in the right mind makes you just repeatedly <laughs> press A to walk? I don't understand. Yeah. That. Yeah, um, it's I mean ridiculous. it's needlessly difficult. I mean they 
purposefully made it difficult to make you have to hit A over and over again. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you got to hit A over and over again to get up the steps. You got to drop the ghost food, or the ghosts are going to get you. Which, then, which another thing about that is, you would think B button, right? You're using mm-hmm. A to walk. Maybe B would set the ghost food down. No, no, no. No, they map that to the start button, which <laughs> yeah makes no sense. That's supposed to be pause. That's supposed yeah. to be pause, people. B yeah. button does diddly squat. Yeah, it's just A and start. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So most people really don't make it up the stairs, and I I don't I don't. But I uh, haven't either. I tried and I tried. I couldn't do it. I got frustrated. I didn't play this game as much as I did Double Dragon. Yeah. And so you you try and you try and you try. Well, if you do get up the stairs, you get a, you fight Gozer. Blah. You know, whatever. Is that, is that the woman? Uh, is it a woman? I, I don't remember if it was a woman or just a kind of feminine guy. Oh, well, I don't know. Could Maybe. have just been a feminine guy. Maybe, I don't know. And you get up there and you fight her, him, he, she, whatever. And But most people don't get up the stairs because they get overly frustrated with the never-ending stairs. Their thumbs cramp because they're hitting an A button button over and over and uh, they realize somewhere probably around the middle of the stairs this game is pointless and they've wasted their money (laughs) so which is yeah pretty much what I decided after I bought that off eBay well fortunately I I don't remember how much you paid for it on eBay but I'm pretty sure it was pretty cheap yeah I'm sure it wasn't more than five dollars but you can you can still get it on eBay for about five bucks. Yeah. See, I've got the game. I think I got it from you being so frustrated with your buy that you just gave it to me. Yeah, probably. So I don't know where I got it, but I've got the game. Yeah. I know. Is the is the Marshmallow Man in the end of the game? Wasn't he in like the the second one? I don't think he was in this one. I don't know. Well, he was in got the first that. movie. Right. So I don't know. Um, maybe, maybe surely he's in the game somewhere. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, you see the, uh, yeah, he does come out when you're battling Gozer. Um, so here's the, this is just a walkthrough from GameFAQs.com. Um, now there's the trick, folks. Blast Gozer until she's dead. Got it. If the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man climbs the building before you've killed Gozer, then you lose. Got got it? <laughs> Here's hoping, after all, that you don't screw up. Yeah, it's just that simple. Yeah, okay. So maybe once you get past the climbing the stairs part, it's pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. What bothered me a little bit about this game is, you know, we're, we've been trying to do high scores, right? Mm-hmm. Well, this is an arcade-style game. There's really not a whole lot of story. You're kind of just doing these repetitive things over and over again until you go do another thing, and then you do another thing. And it's just kind of stages. But the problem with that I had with it was there's no way to do high scores. I mean, you have no. money, but you spend yeah. that money, so you can't really... I, here's, I, I was thinking maybe money going into Zool... Mm-hmm. But even then, I like. Even then, I wanted to spend all my money on ghost food and stuff to try to get up the stairs. So I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, how to? This guy also did a <clears throat> section called "How to Lose," and this is pretty funny. 
Uh, stay puffed. This is one of the re- one of the ways to lose uh, is the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man appears, and you don't have at least ten thousand dollars in your bank account. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> apparently the city expects you to be able to pay for the damage done. <laughs> so <laughs> you do all this, you don't have ten thousand dollars. Sorry, you lose. You got. Well, that's another thing too. Not to jump backwards, but when you're driving the car, if you run into other cars, it's like minus hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Ghostbusters didn't get insurance. They're just, yeah. whatever. Here's some money. Here's some money. Go on. Yeah. So, I think we can pretty much say this game's ridiculous. Yeah. Hey, give that guy a shout out, the GameFat guy. Does he have a name? Uh, he does not have a name. It just, it says the, the uh, well, the website is gamefaqs.com. And, uh, the, the the guy that wrote the one for Ghostbusters it just says Vegeta, V E G I T A. Okay, Eric okay. Johnson. Oh, it's written by Eric. Actually, written by Reverend Eric Johnson. Okay, that's a good good fact there, Eric. Yeah. So thank you for telling us how to beat the game that most people can't beat. Very yeah. All right. So, uh, you know, this has been a kind of a short episode, probably, but we really yeah. just, this game's just not very good. It's yeah, not really worth spending a whole lot of time on. But let's, we did get some feedback. Yeah, let's talk about feedback. Okay. Uh, I've got I've got it pulled up. All right, go ahead. So I'll start with we got feedback from Facebook and from Twitter. So we'll start with Facebook. All right. All right. Aaron Hickman, who's been a pretty big listener on our show. We appreciate you, Aaron. He says, this game is bad, and you should feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Well, it's not the greatest game ever. It was a jack of all trades and a master of none. But I still have a certain nostalgia for it. Yeah. I kind of feel the same way because I liked it as a kid. and it, I mean, I kind of enjoyed playing it now. It just frustrated me every time I would get to the stairs. And it, mm-hmm. it, by the time I would get to the stairs, I felt like all the other time I spent was just a waste. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I kind of have the same feeling he does about the nostalgia. Yeah, I, I think that's my thing too. Yeah. And then uh, Kyle Murphy with the Insert Coin podcast says, This is pretty bad. Only thing I enjoyed about the game was the music. And I'm pretty forgiving on my critiques of retro titles normally. Yeah. The music was good. It was the, uh, I mean, you had to listen to the Ghostbusters theme over and over and over and over again, but it was good. It was well done. <laughs> yeah, I like the I like the Ghostbusters theme. So there you go. All right, All right. Eric, Eric Purcell says I remember stairs, lots and lots of stairs. I think the game should have used the theme from the Never Ending Story. Oh, I get it. <laughs> he also says, I always defended this game when I was younger. Not sure why, though, considering the game <laughs> considering the game really isn't that great. I'm guessing it's because the Ghostbusters movie was incredible, and I wanted the game to do so well. Yeah. All right. So we uh, also... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Bill Szynski says, No! <laughs> this, this game is awful. All right. Uh, Kyle Nixon says, that's the first NES game I ever owned. Oh, I'm sorry, Kyle. <laughs> Besides Super Mario Brothers Duck Hunt. 
Or at least he had Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt. Yeah. Uh, Philip Vaughn says, no, it's so bad. However, the Sega Genesis version is playable. Okay, this is the NES podcast, Philip. But thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, Jerry Cabellan says, this game is horrible. Why cover it? It's so bad and boring on so many levels. <laughs> thank you, Jerry. <laughs> I think we did. I think we addressed why we have to cover it, Jerry. And I'm sorry. I hope you still enjoyed the show so far. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Rudolph, uh, Adam Miak. I'm sorry if I butchered your name. Uh, he says you should cover the Master System version instead. Much better. Again, this is the NES. We're NES dudes, so yeah, yeah. Maybe one day somebody will do a Master System show for us. Uh, Trevor Barber says... This is, yeah, this is my favorite right here. That game sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Short and sweet. Yeah, thank you, Trevor. Yeah, okay. Uh, Aaron Aaron actually commented again, Aaron Hickman, he says, part of the fun of the podcast is going for a divisive game. I mean, it's no Action 52, but if you line it up against the other games that came out in 1988, it's low on the list. I mean, you had stuff like Contra, Blaster Master, Bionic Commando, Metal Gear, Double Dragon, all came out that year. Uh, yeah, good point, Aaron, and we definitely will hit all of those games, because all those games are great, Yeah, but but we got to hit the bad ones, too. Right. And Eric Purcell came back again and said, I'm all for reviewing the good, bad, and the ugly. There you go. Which, I wonder Forward if they in. made a good, did they make a game called... About the movie The Good, Bad, and the Ugly for NES? I know that's not what he's talking about, but... Yeah, I don't know, but that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, on to Twitter. We just got we just got three on Twitter. It's, uh, Jason Wagner says, I don't know if anyone ever truly beats that game. You can finish it, but the stairs scar you for life. Right. Uh, the Party Girl says, Ghost Vacuum. LOL. I like David Crane games, usually. So like I said earlier, David Crane did make a few a few really good NES games. Yeah. One of which being Boy and His Blob. Mm-hmm. And then Jeremy Chippett says, it's a great game. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. So Jeremy liked it. All right, Jeremy. The lone I think he's man. the only person yeah, that liked the it in the entire yeah, list. The, the lone man to, to give a voice of support for the Ghostbusters. And we appreciate it. Yeah. It, All right. I, I know we don't really give ratings, but if I was going to rate this game, I would probably rate it about a five and a half out of ten, maybe a six. Yeah, the gameplay's terrible, but the nostalgia part's pretty cool. It's all, uh, yeah, three of those points is nostalgia, so it'd probably yeah, be a two or a three otherwise. But yeah, I'd probably go with uh, probably with the same. I like the five and a half or a six. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I think we should do some shout-outs, because we never do shout-outs, and we've got a little extra time on this show. So let's shout-out our fellow Retro Junkies. Uh, we are, As some of you may know, we're part of the Retro Junkies Network, and so I would like to shout-out our other shows. Uh, the mother show of this all, the one that started it, is the Super Show, the Retro Junkies Super Show, and they're actually celebrating one year uh, this week, so... Congratulations awesome. to them, yeah. and, and thank you for starting this retro empire that we're all a part of. Right. Uh, the NES podcast, Nick Stevens and Ryan 
never uses his last name. Uh, they're a great show. They're, they do all 90s stuff. They go year by year. It's a good show. Yeah. Yeah, we hope to have uh, Nick on to do a uh, do a guest spot with us one day. Uh, Cartridge Freaks, which is one of our newer shows, somewhat like us, we're a newer show, but uh, they do just random cartridge shows. Just about, as long as it's a cartridge-based game, they'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. Then we've got a show called Coleco Visions, which is about the Coleco Vision, obviously. We have a show called No Quarter, which is about arcade games. It's a really good show. Most of you have probably heard of that one if you've listened to us. Mm-hmm. They've been around a lot longer than we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, Genesis Gems about Genesis games. Atari 2600 game by game about Atari 2600. Retro Thought Pod, yeah. which is the best one, aside from us, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we're, just, we're just saying that because Jess and I are also on that show. But it's a good right. show. Go check it out. And then Turtle Flakes for all your Ninja Turtle needs. Yes. Yeah. So, all great shows. Be sure to check them out. And then the one last thing I want to mention uh, is this is kind of a long, this is going to be a year-long thing, but we're going to be a part of an Extra Life charity event. Mm-hmm. The Retro Junkies Network is. And what that is is we're gaining we're trying to earn sponsorships and donations it goes to the children's miracle network if you don't know what extra life is go to extralife.org and you can uh, look up and see what it is but basically later this year we're going to do a 24-hour gaming session between all the shows each show will take a block of time hopefully we can figure out a way to stream it or something so that people can watch us play them obviously Justin and i will probably play some nes games Mm-hmm. But it's still in the early stages. We're still working out the kinks, trying to figure out what to go on, go and do. But if you want to donate to our show, each show is going to have their own donation block. So if you want to donate to our show, you can go to www.extra-life.org/participant/nesdudes. So you can donate to our show that way. Or if you want to, I think you can maybe go through and find the Retro Junkies Network through that and find a sh- another show to donate if you like one of the other shows better. So, yeah, that, that that's a for a good cause. We appreciate it. And when we do do the twenty uh, four uh, hour thing, we'll try to climb the stairs of Zul. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Probably not. Okay. Yeah, that probably. may take the entire twenty four hours. Yeah, unless we unless we get a turbo controller, and as long as you people don't accuse us uh, of cheating, cheating. Uh, yeah. we don't want to open up that can of worms. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess that's I guess that's pretty much it as far as shout outs and stuff goes. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next week with a new game. Uh, hopefully, you'll like this one <laughs> next week. All right. We Thanks won't play two bad games in a row. I promise. Thanks, everybody. See ya.